The Bengals are in first place in the AFC. I don't even know anymore. Welcome to an episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's anybody's guess at this point, Grassi. And today we're going to attempt to break down the top 10 teams heading into week eight of the NFL. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First on the Patreon side of things, Joyce rejoining the royalty tier. Joyce, I really appreciate your message, so thank you very much. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Skitscat, we have Demetrius Fire, Matt Nagy Clay, and in the hole, a big shout out and thank you to you all. So we're getting to that point of the year where we're near the halfway mark already in the NFL season, and I don't want to think about life without football, so we're just going to ignore that for right now. And things are getting very competitive very quickly. Teams that may have started out slow are picking up momentum. Contenders are starting to really emerge. And so this is where, in the midpoint, things get a little difficult in the power rankings, and you're going to see a lot of the same teams, but they're going to be shifted around a little bit, and, you know, the Bengals are here too. So, I was going to put, I'm going to put it right out there, I was going to put the Raiders in the top 10, but right now they'd be at number 11, so Raider Nation, listen, I gave you Captain Finn Oakley, don't crucify me. So let's start off with number 10, and that's going to be the LA Chargers. Two bye weeks in a row. It was for two weeks ago when they got blown out by the Ravens and didn't bother to show up. And last week, which was their actual bye. The Chargers, I think it was a good time. They got slapped in the face, and now they're basically saying, all right, we had our rest time, and now it's time to pick up for the rest of the season. The Chargers are still a very good football team. I still think that they are contenders to win their division and do very well in the AFC as a whole. However, they need to get better, especially on defense. Their defense at times looks a little meh, which is surprising considering who their head coach is, but that's neither here nor there. Justin Herbert has been playing really well, except for two weeks ago, and I think they'll pick themselves up. They have a sneaky, tough matchup against the Patriots next week, so they got to be careful because otherwise they're going to get bumped off this list and the Raiders are going to be taking their place. Number nine, you got the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens were my number two last week, and now they fall all the way to nine. It's not just because they lost their first game since week one. It's because of how they lost, in which the Bengals, oh, man, they killed them. And this was a home game, and they just looked all out of sort. They had no run game besides Lamar Jackson. They had a pretty decently balanced pass game, but it fell all to the shoulders of Lamar Jackson, and kudos to the Cincinnati Bengals defense. They really stepped up, and they really contained that high-flying offense. Their defense got run over by Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase put over 200 yards on him. Joe Burrow, three touchdowns, and the Ravens got embarrassed in their home stadium. They're another team that I think is going to be dangerous come playoff time because you have Lamar Jackson there. But this was uh, maybe a wake-up call for the Ravens, and uh, we'll see if they can shake it off. Number eight, you got the L.A. Rams. A little bit of a scare there for a minute. The Lions jumping out to an early lead. A bit more of a competitive game than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. And... 
I think that the story of this game, besides Dan Campbell doing crazy Dan Campbell things, I think it was just showing the amount of talent that is on this LA Rams team. And in the end, that's what won this game, whether it was playmakers like Aaron Donald on the defense, whether it was Cooper Cup tearing apart that Lions secondary for 156 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's a good football team. Again, I think there's questions about that defense. I think this is a flawed football team, but they are a very good football team. They scored 11 in the fourth quarter. They were able to close it out, and that's a sign of a good football team. Matthew Stafford had three touchdowns on the day. Again, a little concerned about their run game, but the Rams, they escape a trap game, and they stay in the top 10. Number seven, you got the kitty goes meow Cincinnati Bengals. 41-17, putting a wallop on the Baltimore Ravens on the road. And they shot up to not only leading the division, but are now number one in the entirety of the AFC. This timeline is absolute bonkers. The Bengals, their improved defense really stepping up. Their offense, I know their offensive line was kind of like the narrative this entire offseason, but guys coming back from injury and also some acquisitions have really helped that offensive line, and Joe Burrow's playing some really damn good football. Jamar Chase is about to break records all over the place, and right now the Bengals, I think, showed a lot of people that they are for real, and that not only are they just going to be competitive this year, they have potential to make it into the playoffs and cause some problems when they get there. Number six, stick it at number six. You got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. They keep winning. They keep getting injured, but they keep winning. Preston Smith, unfortunately, not playing this past week. Kevin King didn't play again this past week. And unfortunately, heading into the Cardinals game, in which the Cardinals are undefeated on a short week on the road, the Packers are likely to be without Devontae Adams and already without Joe Barry, their defensive coordinator. The big story about this game is, one, Aaron Rodgers continues to be incredible. Devontae Adams continues to be incredible. But it was the red zone defense that finally stepped up. They allowed teams to just walk into the end zone as soon as they got past the 20. But they stopped the Washington football team four times this past week. Three was mostly because of Heinke. But that's neither here nor there. Right now... The Packers are seventh in points allowed. Their defense is playing pretty darn good football. And again, they still aren't playing the entire team their best football. The offense can pick things up with MVS and David Bakhtiari and eventually Josh Myers returning. And the defense, they're missing so many players. I can't imagine what that team's going to look like if they get some of those guys back. So they have a tough matchup against the Cardinals. But the way that I'm looking at this is considering all the players that are going to be out. You got nothing to lose. Go in, give it your hardest, and if they come out with a win, hey, that'd be freaking awesome. Number five, you got the Dallas Cowboys hanging around in the top five after their bye week. A good time for a bye week. Dak Prescott uh, obviously had that calf injury, so this was definitely helpful for him to recover a little bit. Their defense uh, has allowed about 24 points per game, which is not so great, and you want to see that cleaned up, but their offense is literally number one in points scored. So the Cowboys, with a lethal offense led by Dak Prescott, a great passing game, and a balanced running game, is showing that they could be really good this year. The defense... Trayvon Diggs getting lots of interceptions while flawed is much better than it was last year. And so because of that, they have a date with the Vikings on Sunday night and they will be the favorites in that game. Number four, 
you got the Buffalo Bills hanging out at number four after their bye week. And I feel like the Bills had to feel a little bit better after watching what the Titans did to the Chiefs this week. And they're like, oh, it could have been a lot worse. Maybe it wasn't so bad. And the Bills could have won that game against the Titans easily. If they just get in the end zone a couple of those times, they win. And at the very end, deciding to go for it on fourth down, it's a gutsy call. They failed. You know, I think the Bills fans... uh, Keep, keep that chin up. The thing I do want to point out, though, they got to protect Josh Allen, and they have to score more when they are in the red zone. They're able to do that. They get back on track. They're good to go. And thankfully, their next three games, oh boy, they should be able to get back on track real easily because they got the Dolphins, the Jaguars, and the Jets. So I think the Bills are going to be staying in the top five for quite some time. Number three. This might be a little high, but screw it. I'm putting them up there. You got the Tennessee Titans. Impressive win over the Bills last week and dominating the Chiefs like you haven't seen since the Super Bowl this week. They held the Chiefs to three freaking fracking points, destroying Patrick Mahomes, destroying him. They scored 27 points in the first half. Patrick Mahomes was uncomfortable all day. He looked like a shell of himself. And I think the Titans are legit. I think they're for real. They deserve the respect. They beat two quality teams and maybe not as quality, the Chiefs as they were in previous years. But still, it's impressive to contain that offense. And Tannehill, so efficient. Derrick Henry's freaking throwing touchdowns out here. A.J. Brown, absolutely incredible. And the Titans, I think, proved that, hey, not only are we legit, but we got a number of ways that we can beat you, and it looks like our defense isn't diddly crap this year. Number two, you got the reigning defending Super Bowl champs. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They curb-stomped the Bears 38-3. They forced five turnovers. They scored 21 points in the first quarter, and they made Justin Fields go, you know... Maybe I should have played baseball. I don't even know if I would have been good at baseball, but maybe baseball would have been my sport. Brady, four touchdowns on the day. They had a nice balanced run game going. Godwin over 100 yards. Mike Evans, three touchdowns. He's giving away Tom Brady's 600 passing TD ball, and they're still winning because they're like, hey, fan, let's get that back. And he's like, it's Tom Brady, okay. And he's going to get a whole bunch of stuff because of that. The Buccaneers uh, have a top 10 defense are number three when it comes to scoring offense. And you know what that means? Uh Uh-oh, for the rest of the league. The Buccaneers getting healthy at the right time, and uh, yeah, they're going to be a problem. And finally, number one, you still have the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. It was scary for a hot second because you're like, oh, there's a safety going on, and all of a sudden the Texans have five points, and Kyler Murray was like, It's okay. I will say Kyler Murray got sacked four times. He did get pressured a lot. That was a little bit concerning about that offensive line. But they shut out the Texans in the second half. They scored 17 points alone in the second quarter. They had a nice run game with Edmonds and Connor. And looking at their passing attack, Kirk, Hopkins, Green, and Ertz all over 50 yards. They have the number one defense in terms of points allowed and the number four offense overall. The Arizona Cardinals are a very good team, and they are going to be facing an injured, beat-up Green Bay Packers at home on Thursday night. And that could be a statement game. 
And I might be on the receiving end of that statement. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You think the Raiders should be taking the spots of maybe like the Chargers over here? Do you think they deserve to be in the top 10? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy. All social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always... Go back, go.